Hey, best friends. Welcome to the Bestie Advice Podcast. Where we discuss all things relationships. Welcome to another episode of The Best Advice with your hosts, Sharon Hayes and Dr. Irene Abrams. Hey, besties. Hey, besties. <laughs> and we are excited for this week's episode. As you know, our podcast is about all things relationships, um, our friendships, our relationships with our husbands, relationships with our children, with our co-workers. There are various relationships that we have. But this particular week, we want to focus on relationships in church. Now, you all know, Irene and I, we are some church girls. Yes, we are. We met in church. <laughs> Hello. Yes, we met in church as well. 20 plus years of friendship. And yes, yeah. we did meet in church. But the relationship that we want to talk about today um, is, you know, church relationships. We want to go just a step above that. We want to talk about as far as relationships with um, pastors, wives, and um, women, men, um, those that are in the congregation. Now, you know, society says, that's society, not, not us. Society says, that you know it's kind of difficult for pastors wives to have friends not not just associates not not just you know members regular members of the church that you're saying hi and bye to i'm talking about real relationships with the women at your church society says that you know that's there's no such thing it can't be done because of of the position that the pastor's wife is in however y'all this week right here we know and we have friends that are close and dear to Irene and myself. Um, Mm -hmm. Our first guest is Pastor Lisa Harris. Can you say hey to our besties? (laughs) (laughs) Elder Leatrice Winslow. That's my friend too, y'all. Hey, Leatrice. And Elder Consuelo Gangs. Hey, Elder. She's smart, y'all. She is for real. She's for real smart. Yes, she is. Oh my God. I love her. Yes. 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 So we want to just dive in to this conversation. But before we do that, we do want them to introduce themselves. Um, just let us know a little bit about about yourself, you know, what you do in the work field, what you may do as far as in in ministry, um, and how long you all have known one another. We'll start with you, Pastor Lisa. Hi, so yes, I am Pastor Lisa. I'm not only um, co-pastor with my husband, Apostle Harris, I'm the first lady, I'm I'm a nurse, I'm a health coach. Uh, yes. <laughs> wow. Ministries of music. Um, I'm an author. I wrote my first book. Yeah, um, the ladies, gangs, and leeches. I have known them both over ten years. Wow! Wow! Yes, ten years. Yes. yes. First, they were. Um, I met them um, at our church where they were just members, mm-hmm. and then from there grew into the various um, positions that they are in today. Yes. yes. All right, Elder Gangs. 
yes. Oh, hi, everyone. <laughs> greetings, greetings, greetings. Uh, love the Bestie Advice podcast. So if you haven't heard <laughs> previous ones, make sure you go back and listen. They are a ball and a heap. <laughs> um, but lots you. of great information too. And so thank you all for that. Uh, yes. And so, um, wow. Uh, first of all, I guess I'm a child of God. Um, child of my mama. So, you know, a daughter, a sister. I have many, many siblings. Um, I am the eldest. So I tend to be bossy because I am the boss. Um, and so, yeah, that is a part of who I am. And then uh, ministry. So I am a minister. Um, in faith ministry, uh, as a, a teacher, um, also uh, a leader, also a mentor, um, and my passion is children's ministry, and so um, so I do a lot, a lot with that as well. Um, of, of late, internationally, so that's been kind of a step up too. Uh, I too am an author. Um, that here's my book. You can find it. Yes, it is. Okay. Shameless plug. And I'm working on book number two. So you can find those on Amazon. Yeah. Um, I am a minister of movement as well um, in the ministry. And, and wherever God needs me is, is, is where I want to be. And so my, my answer is yes to whatever he asks me to do and tells me to do. And then in secular ministry, I also am an educator, um, also uh, an administrator, and so um, have that sort of behind me as well. Um, I also own a business, um, thanks to Dr. Abrams, who is one of my teachers um, and one of my uh, staunch supporters. And so just started a business in the last couple of years and am just affirmed and ready to do all the things that God has for me to do. So, yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Leatrice. Hello, everyone. <laughs> so uh, my name is Leatrice Winslow. Um, I'm a wife, a mother of three, and grandmother of one so yes. far. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see, what would I start with? Um, as far as ministry, where I serve in ministry, I serve as I'm a veritable Pastor Lisa. Um, I serve um, in areas of teaching, um, teaching in our Bible Institute, also teaching on um, our Bible class, which is on Wednesday nights. And I also serve, I would just like to put everything under the umbrella of helps yeah. because wherever um, assistance is needed, I just feel like, um, and I'm available, I'm just there. That's just, it's just in me, always been in me. To be, to be a helper. <clears throat> and then um, being the oldest of two siblings, I've always had like that, um, I don't know, that overbearing, like overprotective kind of like demeanor, you know. Um, I don't want to say bossy, y'all. <laughs> yeah. Um, it may come hey, off as being bossy sometimes, <laughs> but, you know, um, yeah. So, and then as far as secular, um, I uh, have served as an, uh, um, a medical assistant for a lot of years. I even, st- I just stopped counting. So <laughs> it's been a lot of years. So it's been over 20 years that I served as a medical assistant. And um, currently, um, well, I've served as a clinical trainer, which where I would train onboarding new medical assistants. Um, that were hired. And then I did that for about a couple years. And as of recently, it's been less than a year now, um, I've served in administration as management. Yes. So 
um yeah stop me yeah wow thank you guys so much those are great introductions as you can see um that's the advice these are some amazing women of god they're yes. both kings and priests so that is good let me I have a question pastor lisa are you the oldest or youngest or in the middle? Where are you at? I'm actually the youngest, but everyone thinks I'm the oldest. <laughs> even, ah, my sister, even my sister thinks I'm the oldest. I'm the youngest. So it's, the, um, it's two of us that's living. So I'm the youngest. Yes. Okay. Okay. Because I know Kiran is the oldest. I'm yes. the oldest. Elder Games and Lisa. So I was wondering. Yeah. Yeah. We're very yes. much alpha female. So. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. yes, that bossiness shows up. <laughs> so I do have a question and anyone, you know, could answer it. I, I kind of want to hear your, uh, your opinion on this. Pastor Lisa, as a pastor and a first lady, um, do you all think you can have genuine friendships in church? Do you think, you, you, you know, that they can, that you can really have a genuine friendship? in church and the position that you're not lay people that you know i'm talking about when you are in church leadership at the level that all three of you are in church leadership mm -hmm. yes i do believe that there's genuine friendship within the church and leadership and i think what's based upon that is honor as mm -hmm. everyone um that's good are in their position and they display honor for each person, um, then you're able to have that friendship. You, you're able to have that camaraderie. You're able to have the um, the ministry side where all of it can connect together. So as long as that's honor, because if we keep God as first and honor God, and then continue to honor each other for the position that they are in, mm -hmm. then I think everything just continues to flow as long as that honor is there. Okay, mm, that's good. Um, Elder Gaines or Older. Um, yeah, I, I just agree with that. I, I, I agree with that wholeheartedly. Um, honor, honor. And, and, and it just seems like, I don't know, it's, it's just been made easy for me. <laughs> yeah. It's just been made easy. Um, you know, never even a second thought or a second guess. And, you know, <clears throat> honoring God first um, and, and then everything, doing that as unto God. <clears throat> and think things just line up. I mean, he just divinely connects you. Yeah. Um, and I truly mm. believe, and I know that God has divinely connected us in our positions and as well as friendships. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What about you, Odie Yes, I, I too agree with both of those statements. And I think um, in companionship with honor and, and working co-jointly with that, I think humility is also a, a really big piece of that. Mm -hmm. um, really, really being able to know your place um, comes, I think, from knowing who you are in, mm -hmm. in Christ. And so really just accepting that and receiving that and not to say that in a haughty manner or anything like that, but to have a confidence to know that you are who you are in him and mm -hmm. then that he has created us to be relational, mm -hmm. you know, that yeah. he's created us to have relationships and to really have a, a heart to discern what those relationships are, you know, yeah. um, to know sort of who to have in, who not to, um, who's who's there for what purposes. And the Holy Spirit, he's he's um, he's wise and he is in us, and so he will let you know, you know, oftentimes and many times you can go to him 
you know, especially if you find, you know, that you're lacking, you know, in some area, you know, I think it's really important for us to have people to be able to confide in, to go to, to yeah. have as thought partners. Um, you might hear the world say that. Um, mm -hmm. God counts, God, God says in the word that in, in a multitude of counselors, there's safety. Yeah. And so you want to mm -hmm. be able to trust, you know, those people who God has given you to counsel you, to yes. share counsel with, for you to counsel, et cetera. And so I think honor and humility really sort of pan out those divine connections and those relationships that he has for us. Mm -hmm. And so once you are affirmed in who you are in him, then you're able to tap into that, you know, and, and really yeah. just allow you know, who he wants to come in to come in because he has that for our, you know, for our best and for what is best for us and for the greatest intent, for our greatest growth, all of those pieces. And so I think, yes, that those, those things coincide with one another and it's really important to have that. So let me ask you uh, uh, another question as far as kind of centered around the same thing, but um, when it comes to relationships, um, Yes, we do honor, you know, one another. I do honor Irene. I believe Irene, you know, I'm not going to say I believe Irene does, <laughs> does honor me. Um, but I know how, and I'm just going to speak for Irene and myself. I know how we can get down. When I say we can get down, we're just talking about conversations. Hello, besties. We're just talking about conversations. <laughs> um, like we can right. have like some real conversation where you're talking about taking off the hat, letting the braids down, taking off glasses, you know, whatever. <laughs> we're having real conversations. Yeah, real talk. But, but I know that if I was friends with my first lady, with my spiritual mother, Lady Hudson, I would not have some of those conversations. I could, I feel like I can't be as real because of the honor that I have for her. It's like, that's not a conversation for Lady Hudson. That's a conversation for Irene. So with you all, is that the same? Whereas yes, you all are friends. Yes, you, you do honor Pastor Lisa. Pastor Lisa do honor you all. However, are there kind of like boundaries where it's like, okay, Pastor Lisa, she's my friend, but I'm gonna go to Kiran about that. Or I'm gonna go to Elder James about that particular conversation. And then even the same thing with you, Pastor Lisa, whereas, mm -hmm. you know, conversations you may have with your girlfriend, is that the same conversation that you can have with them as well? Mm -hmm. ah, that's a good question. Um, I'm thinking. <laughs> I, I don't think that I've ever had like a, um, um, a time where I've had to um, say that I can't have this conversation. I, I, I can't recall of a situation um, because not only, um, you know, that's when we're able to put on those different hats, I guess, in a sense, mm -hmm. um, because, you know, Elder Gaines, as well as Pastor Lisa, you know, they're, you know, Gaines is also an elder, you know, and what, you know, things that, <clears throat> that um, I may need guidance in, I can still go, I feel like I can go to either one, um, yeah, I don't, I don't think I've had any area or any place where I would say that I've had to say a bound, put a boundary and say, well, I can't talk to uh, Pastor Lisa or I can't talk to Gaines about mm -hmm. this. Um, it's, it's, I don't know. I, I do feel vulnerable. Like I could be vulnerable with them mm -hmm. and I can just be me. Yeah. Um, and because of that, I think that that's really the reason why I don't have I don't have that feeling to where I have to put like a boundary there. Of course, I would mm -hmm. never say or do anything disrespectful. 
Right. Right. Um, right. Yeah. But it's just, you know, I just feel like I'm vulnerable with them. I can just openly be me. That's good. I think yeah, that I agree good. with that. Definitely. Um, mm-hmm. I think that too, you know, I think discernment is, is real and, and that it, it plays the greatest role in all of the things that we need to do and say, especially mm-hmm. as, you know, ambassadors of Christ and his representatives and his daughters and sons, et cetera. And so I, I, yes, I could say anything to, you know, to these two women and actually probably everybody who's on here, you know, I could be as real as I, I need to be, you know, really, you know, let the hair down, you know, whatever, you know, my great days, my not so great days, you know, even when I'm going to affirm that, every day is going to be a good day. You know, my sisters yeah. know me and be, you know, and know that there's something underlying and pray with me and, you know, those kinds of things. Although let me say this, you know, we all have, you know, our, our exchange that we do with Jesus, right. For his burden and his, his yoke, right. That's easy and that's light, but we have one. Right. And so um, it's always at the forefront of my, you know, thought processes not to overload or to overburden, you know, my, my friends, my, my sisters, my family, you know, if there's something I can finagle myself, God, you know, should I, should I not, you know, and then getting counsel when I need to and sharing when I need to, or holding, you know, holding back from, you know, kind of dumping on anybody, you know, when, when they're, when they may be going through some things themselves. And so I think, I think it's important to also, you know, really just discern that, to have that balance, to be able yeah. to do it. Yes, I feel I'm fully able to, you know, share anything at any time and without judgment, without, you know, that, mm-hmm. that will listen, hear, pray, you know, feel me, all of that and vice versa. But I do too, you know, Sometimes, you know, I'll see that there are, you know, extras going on in the lives of my, you know, my close <laughs> friends and, and family. And I'm like, okay, this is my probably not the time. We could talk about it later, you know, I, I can yeah. share it later. But right now they're dealing with this. So I'm going to keep them up in prayer. And if they need me, I'm going to be there for them, et cetera, et cetera. And so I think that's a part of it as well. Yeah. yeah. And I just want to piggyback after that. I believe also with the closeness that, Elder Leatris and Gangs and I have at times when Gangs say she doesn't want to share what's wrong with her, I'm like, okay, Gangs, I know something's wrong. Just let it out. What is it? You know, and then I'll just like keep nudging her until she actually is just like, okay, okay. You know, so and so with that, that spirit of discernment kicks in and, sh- and we just like, okay, have to let in. Now, my spiritual mom is um, First Lady Gloria Alford of Progressive oh, and Hillside. Yeah. So that's my spiritual mom. And I believe we have a, and actually she's been my spiritual mom. Let's see, Manuel was 25. So about 23 years, oh, wow. <laughs> So 23 years. So I think mm-hmm. there's a closeness there. It hasn't been a time where I have, I have not felt that I could not go to her. Mm-hmm. There have been times when I've gone to her where I haven't shared with anyone else. So mm-hmm. her and I have that connection uh, where I can share with her my most vulnerable thoughts and feelings. However, I think I'm kind of in a sense with um, Lady Hayes is that certain things I just don't bother her with. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was mm-hmm. like, you know, well, you know what? And I think the reason why is not that I can't go to her. I think at times that I do not go to her at certain times is for one, just another level of reverence that I have her like, oh, you know, she has a lot to do with, you know, yeah. they have yeah. this mega church and everything else going right. on. 
but I really believe it's because God has brought me so close together with the, um, my inner circle that's within my local church that I can go to them so that, so there isn't a reason why I can't go to my spiritual mom, which I do, but then there's time I just feel that there's such a closeness that I can go to either Elder Gaines, Elder Leachers, or um, Dr. Um, Betty in our church, where I can just go to them, just let it out. There have been times, I mean, like, I remember years ago when we're going, Apostle was going through yeah, maybe a second sickness, and I called them to the church. And if you read my book, it's in there. I called them to the church, mm-hmm. and I just like, just sit here. And they just sat there, and I just, me, I just poured out. So I felt that I had that security. I felt that there was peace, and I found safety. Yeah. I found safety in them. That's good. That's good. Um, wow, Pastor Lisa, I think you're probably the first first lady that I've ever known that really, you know, be open like that with your, you know, to, well, if they had, they hadn't really shared it with me. And I don't have a lot of experience in churches. I literally went from my grandfather's church to Bishop Brackett's church. So <laughs> I don't have a lot of experience in church, but I have a lot of friends and I know a lot of people in church. And I, I, I said before we got on, it's just an admiration that I have for you and Elder Gaines and, and, and Elder Leatris because I see a genuine friendship there. And you brought up some things that I, I want to kind of piggyback on. You know, the fact that they were your inner circle, your net of safety, where you could say, come and sit and yeah. you are able to express your heart. You know, I can't think of a lot of people that would be comfortable doing that. And so, you know, it just really leads me to ask, um, how did you, you all develop this friendship? Yes. You know, if you yes. can kind of walk us through that journey with each lady, you know, um, what drew you all together? Yes. Because you all have a lot of women and you have a lot of women at your church mm-hmm. as far as mm-hmm. Pastor Lisa. Mm-hmm. So it's like, what drew you to these two women and right. vice versa and vice versa yeah wow um hmm. what <laughs> i want to say even to the foundation to that when i first became a first lady i will honestly say and and i want to say i don't think i want to be a first lady because i would see first ladies of all the things that they would go through and what they would hear and i would be like i don't want to be a first lady the boss would be like you don't want to be a first lady i'm like no i don't want to be no, a first lady. Yeah. even just going through that and then even before i even came a first lady i would hear people around me say you have to wear the big hat you have to wear this so everything they kept telling me i had to do as a first lady and i kept saying i don't like big hats i don't like this you know i mean the things that they were saying i was like well i don't think i can be a first lady and then they said, and you have to sit here on the first row and do nothing but smile. And I was like, that's not me. Because I would sit there and I'm like, I see things that need to be done when yeah. I know God is telling me to do it. But then yet you have the, I guess the, the older or elder people in the church saying that you're first lady, you're just sit here, you're just smiling. And I'm like, mm, but that's not what God is telling me. Exactly. So, exactly. <laughs> so that yeah. transition for me was kind of, you know, kind of interesting. And then when people would find out that I was a first lady, go, you a first lady and you do this, also let you, pastor let you do that. I'm like, yeah, am I not supposed to do it? I'm like, <laughs> am I not a child of God? Is this what God not called me to do? Um, so in that, I think that kind of laid the foundation to say, well, I have to be who God has called me to be. Yeah. In spite of what the label has said, a first lady, 
you know, if you came under the Kojic or whatever, you had the, you know, the large hats, just certain standards that you were mm-hmm. used to. Mm-hmm. And I just didn't fall in there. And so I kind of yeah. felt like, am I a misfit? Because, you know, <laughs> am I a misfit? Because when I did Ministry of Movement and some first ladies saw me, they was like, oh my gosh, we saw you doing Ministry of Movement. And, you, and I said, um, oh my gosh, there's a lot of first ladies who direct the choir. What's the difference? You know, you're right. doing the Ministry <laughs> yeah. of God. And so, you know, they had a hunger to direct the choir and sing. Mm-hmm. And I did do that initially, but my hunger and drive was to the prophetic and the ministry of movement. And that's where yeah. God has steered me to. Yeah. And coming to get to know Gaines and Leitris, I think we just started off as, as um, they were just members. And then they were, I believe Gaines was a Sunday school teacher and mm-hmm. she saw interest in the um, liturgical dance is what we called it then. And I would say this, and she's probably going to keep me for saying it. She would say later on, she goes, you know, you guys didn't want me to be part of the dance team. I said, why would you say that? Yeah, they didn't. Our younger people, yeah, they didn't. (laughs) It was some of the- And she agreed with them. She agreed with them. (laughs) And and the thing was, I, um, in the beginning, in the beginning, I just didn't, um, I didn't think that Gaines actually took it serious as a minister of movement because she was, she was the one who I always saw with the children and with the children church and with the teaching. So for her to be part of the ministry of movement, that was just like, Oh, really? You know, it was just, I just didn't expect her to be that. But then once she did, I was like, Holy spirit said, take her with you. And I was like, Gaines, um, I got to go to this event. You want to go? She's like, yeah. And then I said, Gaines, I signed us up for this. She's like, what? I said, I signed us up for this. So I just literally pulled her into everything of the ministry of movement that God shared with me. I pulled her in. So I think that's how another level of closeness Gaines and I had bonded in was in that area. And then with Elder Leatris, we bonded more so in as being an armor bearer. Now, prior to her, I had had several armor bearers and we were at another location one lady wanted to be my armor bearer and I think she put herself in that position and she was asking a lot of questions and doing a lot of things that I was like hey you know that put me back off guard it's like (laughs) you want to get too personal with me and I don't even know you like that so at that point I kind of like you know kind of was off guard with it but I think with Elder Leitris um just as far as her being a Sunday school teacher and then she started teaching with the youth the love and kindness it just all kind of like kind of grew in there mm-hmm. you know it wasn't like oh i'm gonna pick elder leaches to be my armor bearer it was just something that where love it just that we just knitted together and that's how god just brought us all together mm-hmm. and now elder leaches and i share a granddaughter together so yeah, yeah that's a, that's another level yeah yes. look now um, it's family Right now, yeah. it's family. now it's family. Now it's family. Yeah. So now yeah. our thing is now. I guess when the grandbaby comes to church, who's gonna get her first? <laughs> yes, but I love we that. Share. Um, we share. It's so organic. <laughs> I think you know, Kirana. I talk about it all the time. You know, friendships and relationships have to be so organic. And Pastor Lisa, listening to you talk about, you know, how you and Elder Gainsman and you and Elder Latrice, and you know how, you know, levels your relationship you know and I think for people out there listening you know we say this all the time it has to be an organic divine perfect fit and I think that you know just listen to your story I can see that that see the genuine love and respect and honor that that you all have for each other so um elder games or elder leaches any of you want to talk about um 
how you feel about your relationship with Pastor Lisa? Yeah, um, you know, I just, you want to go first, Lee? <laughs> I wanted to mention, I don't think I got a chance to talk about this part about like our experience of meeting. Did, did, was that what we just talked about? I, I didn't no, please share, please. Please share. So, um, I don't know. And I'm sure that, uh, you know, Pastor mentioned that she's a health coach. So um, I think that everything began to develop for me when um, we used to go out walking to the park. You remember that, ha? Huh? So, um, we went out every day. Um, we would walk from my house and we would go to the park. And it started off with just walking. And then all of a sudden, other things started happening, like little index cards came out with, you know, different movements that came with the walking. Yeah, no, you can watch out for it, y'all. Watch out. <laughs> and then, um, you know, and then there were like these diet sheets that started coming. Like, <laughs> they were food plans. <laughs> Don't call them that. They're food plans. <laughs> yeah. I love it. I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. And I was like, oh, wow. Um, but I was just so amazed because I was like, this is, that was different for me to see um, um, for a first lady. And, um, you know, a lot of times when it comes to the first lady, people say, no, you don't, you don't, you can't approach them. You can't talk to them like that. You know, you can't, well, when I say like that, like you can't be personable with them, you know? Um, so, that just helped me to get to know who that this is, this is a passion for her. She, she, she mm -hmm. loves people. <laughs> mm -hmm. She loves to be able to, um, you know, to empower them, you know, like, like that as far as like health and different things like that. And so, you know, um, from there's where I think it, it really is just like started growing for me. And then, you know, of course, began to ask questions and, you know, and it just, I don't know, it just went on from there. I can't even, tell you like the different steps from there. That's just the starting point for me. And I remember it from there. That's good. Absolutely. I love that. <laughs> I agree with that totally. And I, I really believe, you know, just like you were saying, um, Dr. Irene, that, you know, relationships that are going to be lasting relationships um, do really need to be organic. You know, they mm -hmm. really, really do. God makes mm -hmm. them that way on purpose. Because, you know, when we think of organic things, we think of life, right? Things that are alive, things that are living. And so, yes. you know, that, that's sort of what happens, you know, and, and I have found, I don't know about um, everyone else here, but I have found that so many times um, whenever I am in a place where God's building those organic relationships, it's usually with kindred spirits, you know, those who are of like mind, you know, those who are receptive. No, we're not carbon copies of each other or anything like mm -hmm. that. But we really kind of get it, you know, um, and, and I don't know about you all, but in my lifetime, and I heard pastors say misfits, um, because that's kind of what I've been, you know, my whole life in terms of, in terms of fitting into the world, in terms of fitting into the yeah. world, you know, they think and live and do things and all of that. You know, I grew up in many different churches, many different cultures. And so I never had the, you know, I don't know, the whatever it is that we have in our culture is as church, <laughs> whether it's Kojic <laughs> or Baptist, you know, wh whatever it is, you know, I, I never had that. I never had the stigma of it. And I never had the, like this sort of traditional understanding, religious kind of mindset, any of that. Um, and so 
being able to come and to quote unquote fit into a place, you know, mm-hmm. and, and to know that, man, if I fit here and if people like get me, cause most of my mm-hmm. life people didn't get me. <laughs> and mm-hmm. so I'm like, oh wait, this might be worth staying here, you know? And, and like pastor was saying, they still have to, you know, goad me at times, you know, but that's what is needed. You know, God, mm-hmm. God places you together with those people that have things that will complement and that will balance and that will supplement. And so, you know, those were the kinds of things that we found in each other because we actually came together around the same time. Um, I did know yeah. Pastor Lisa and her husband prior, but not in, in terms of a church relationship. Um, you know, we had... Her and her husband, her husband and I had worked together and they were using the building that we worked in. And so I had an occasion to like encounter her and encounter them and those kinds of things, but we weren't like close or anything like that. And I wasn't yet a member of their church or anything. And so, you know, so having, having come to that place and found and finding the things that complement, the things that supplement, the things that help people to get you you know, that your kindred spirits and that there's this divine connection that you see and God grows it, you know, and it becomes alive and living. And so, you know, that has played a great part in just being able to be vulnerable, you know, knowing that, oh, wow, you know, this is somebody that gets me. They're not going to necessarily judge me, but they're going to help me. They're going to tell me what's right. Even if I don't want to hear it, <laughs> they're yeah. going to, you know, they're going to draw it out of me, even if I don't want to give it. <laughs> You know, they're, they're going to like, you know, gold and pride and they're going to pray and they're going to, you know, be in my, on my side and in my corner, you know, and, and I'm going to do the same thing for them, you know, because mm-hmm. there develops then also a loyalty, you know, to one another, you know, a camaraderie of heart and spirit so that mm-hmm. you're, you are like family. And so, well, they are now family, but you know, you right, know, right, right, right. So let me ask you all another question. Um, so when it comes to relationships, um, you know, we have to, uh, make sure that we stay connected. So, um, you know, you all's relationship was actually um, based or started at church. Irene and I, my relationship started at church, Um, but we have to do things to make sure that we cultivate the relationship, that we keep it going. Um, So outside of church, because hopefully we're doing something outside of church. So church, so church won't be the end all be all. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you all do to cultivate and um, develop your relationship? Spy getaways. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. yes. Vacations. <laughs> what did you say on the game? Vacations. Oh. <laughs> yes. Yes. So um, also, you, you know, we, you're really good at communicating. And okay, so, good. you know, we'll send little texts to one another. We'll send little, you know, little praise reports to one another. We'll send like, I'm having a bad day. Somebody mm-hmm. pray for me, you know, that kind of thing. Yes. You know, and mm-hmm. scripture, and it's like, okay, we got you. We got you. Yeah. Somebody sends a scripture or somebody, you know, or calls and like, you okay, you know, what do you need? Everything yeah. Okay. yeah. Those kinds of things. And we do it, you know, pretty often, at least once a week, if not more than that, yeah. um, from, you know, one of the groups, you know, school will check in to everyone. And if anybody, you know, is missing or, is, you know, absent for a little bit, we're like, hey, mm-hmm. you heard from so-and-so or yeah, right. somebody call him, you talk to them, mm-hmm. you talk to them. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, just, I think communication is a big piece um, in the spirit realm, as well as in the natural, you know, just to kind of reach out and let them know, you know, hey, you know, just saying, hey, just thinking of you, you know, that kind of thing. And then also, you know, God puts it, you know, in your spirit or your heart and your so-and-so needs prayer right now, you know, you do it and you do it how he says it. So those kinds of things. So I think that's a piece of it as well. 
And you said you all do spa days. And what did you say, Lucius? Uh, I was like, yes, for spa oh. days. You know, we often, <laughs> we, we often, you know, make some time to be like, hey, let's let's go to this place or try this place. Yeah. Um, you know, just just to hang out sometimes to conversate. Um, just to be able to go and just, I don't know, just relax. Because yeah. sometimes we need to be able to pull ourselves away um, from everything else. And then we come together and have those times where we would have come to think, but we haven't done that in a while, ladies, but where we yeah. come together. Pandemic, right? <laughs> and it's been the pandemic, just go yeah. And just yeah. go for a weekend, go for a couple days. And so we just, still find a little time. Sometimes we don't all, everybody is it together at once, but we, we try to hit it here and there as we yeah. yeah. Actually, yeah. Leach, you and I just went out in December. Yeah. December, yeah. I went out December a couple of days. We went away at the hotel and we actually got to do a, a painting that we had not did for it's two years a- from when our women's ministry did a painting. <laughs> her and I were so busy directing the night of the um, event that we didn't get to do our painting. So two years later, we finally <laughs> painted our picture. <laughs> this past December. Yes. Because we vowed good. not to, for neither one of us to paint the picture until we were together. So it had been two yeah. years before we came together. And I was like, okay, we just, we're just going to get away for the weekend and yeah. we just relax. And we actually got our picture painted. Yeah, that's good. I mean, but just I, anything. It could be just, you know, yeah. in a movie. Out to dinner. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because we just actually did that. Um, uh, Pastor Lisa and Elder Games and I, we danced yeah. together. And so, mm-hmm. you know, we had, we experienced a traumatic experience and I just needed to pull on, mm-hmm. you know, their love and their support mm-hmm. and they needed to pull mm-hmm. on mine. So, it, so I agree, just those little moments you can steal away. Thank you for watching part one of Church Leadership and Friendships. Make sure you come back and tune in for part two. Thanks for joining us today. See you next time.